Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Tracy White calls herself the retirepreneur. Why? Because after spending 40 plus years on the global Ferris wheel of corporate life, she is now living her life by design, not default, and doing the things she has always loved, her way. Her current passion is as an Associate Program Director for Common Purpose, a not-for-profit organisation founded in 1989 that develops leaders who can cross boundaries, enabling them to solve complex problems both in organisations and in cities. Delivering face-to-face and online leadership programs for multiple generations of leaders, from students in universities to senior leaders in organisations and society. Hi Tracy, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast bucket list series. Thanks very much Leanne, I'm absolutely delighted to be here with you today. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you Tracy about bucket listing and being a bucket list coach, but first do you want to tell our listeners a bit more about you and how you've got to where you are today? Oh, I'd absolutely love to. Thanks, Leanne. Um, So everybody, my name is Tracy White and I like to refer to myself as a retirepreneur. So I basically spent, oh gosh, it's now 40 years of my life on the corporate Ferris wheel of life, working for mainly one organisation that gave me the opportunity to develop as a woman in a typically male-dominated industry, which is the waterfront or stevedoring or port operations area. And I progressed to the level of uh, Vice President Human Resources in the global organisation. And along the way, I really had so many fantastic opportunities to grow as a woman, to grow as a person, But when I finally stepped off that Ferris wheel, which was about three years ago, I found I had such a void in my life because I had spent so long supporting and helping everybody else, I'd forgotten who I was along the way. So I'm sure as we start to talk a little bit more during our discussion today, I can touch a bit more on um, how I filled that void, Leanne. Definitely, yeah, thank you for sharing. I think it's uh, an interesting thing, isn't it, when you hit retirement, like we hear the stories of people being in such corporate jobs and, you know, being busy, then suddenly they haven't got things to do, but they're wondering, well, what, what is my life really about? Did you have those sort of questions come up for you? Absolutely. And the first 12 months, I, I think I would cl- um, refer to them as being euphoric because it was, oh, gosh, I can wake up and do what I want when I want and how I want. But that, those 12 months then turned into the next 12 months. And that next 12 months was really when I started to ask myself, what is it I want to do, A, with the rest of my life, and B, how do I want to live the rest of my life? Um, and again, we'll, we'll explore um, how the answers came to me. They're big questions, aren't they? Because quite often we don't take that time to find that out before we get to a certain point in our lives, whether it's something traumatic that pops up or whether it's retirement or whatever it might be. We sort of don't stop until then. And then we go, oh, you know, really, 
you know, I yeah. could have been doing more with my life. Absolutely. And it's, I think it's also really interesting at this particular point um, that the world is in at the moment, Leanne. The biggest thing was I would look at my BlackBerry, or not my BlackBerry, I'm showing my age there, <laughs> my iPhone, <laughs> and I'd be going, I don't think it's working. There's no messages there for me. <laughs> I, I'd become a slave to technology and to people um, you know, contacting me, which was delightful. But when that suddenly stops and turns off, um, it's, yeah, what do you fill that with? Mm, definitely. So what did you actually do? Did you start looking deeper inside or just looking outside for things to do? What actually happened? Yeah, great, great question, Leanne. Um, I had actually started to do some part-time work for a non-for-profit organisation in the UK called Common Purpose. And we deliver student, um, university student leadership programs. And I'd started to do some work for them down in Melbourne with RMIT University. And part of my role was to um, invite guest speakers to come in to the program and speak to anything up to 500 students. And at the time, one of the guest speakers I had contacted was Travis Bell, who happened to be the CEO and founder of The Bucket List. And he was a guest speaker for me on a program. And I sat on a stage in front of 400 students and watched Travis talk about bucket listing and how you could start to design your life and not live it by default. And I got off that stage by the end of that presentation and I knew that was my light bulb moment. I knew that was something that I wanted to be a part of and that was how I wanted to fill the void and the gap that I was feeling, my, feeling in my life at the time. So that's how I became introduced to, to Trav build Bell, the number one bucket list guy. I think a lot of us as bucket list coaches, when we first wanted to start or, or thought we could actually be a bucket list coach because you know most of us didn't know that was a thing mm. until we see Trav actually talk about it and then that's where I got excited as well because I've called myself an adventure coach um, yeah. and that's what I was doing with people but then suddenly I thought wow bucket list coach that's totally what I am and what I want to be yeah. and it's quite inspiring isn't it when you listen to him talk about the benefits of bucket listing. Oh definitely and and I actually watched there was one student in the room that was having a particularly hard time over the program. And I watched that particular student at the end of Travis's um, presentation corner him at the break. And I watched him turn that student around in a period of two or three minutes. And that student started to get so much more out of the program. I mean, it was a real pivotal point for that particular student. So again, that just cemented this was something that I wanted to be a part of and wanted other people um, directly in my life and indirectly in my life to be aware of. And um, that's how I decided I wanted to become a bucket list coach and I, I virtually signed up on the spot and within, you know, four weeks was a certified bucket list coach, which is fantastic. Oh, I love it. I love it. So tell us a bit, have you been adventurous, like were you doing adventures during your life up until retirement and just suddenly realised that this is what you wanted to do or is it something that you've taken on more since retiring? Um, it's probably, uh, look, I've, I've never shied away from being adventurous and my job 
gave me the wonderful opportunity to explore so many fantastic countries. You know, um, I visited so many different places, mainly ports, um, and they're unusual places that most people don't go to. Um, in India, um, Kazakhstan, uh, travelled extensively through Europe, uh, South America, which I absolutely fell in love with. Every time I travelled on business, I would always try and schedule so that I could ha have a weekend in the country that I was in so that I could learn more about it. So, yeah, I've, I've had some amazing opportunities from riding, um, you know, camels in, of course, camels in Dubai where I spent eight years to riding um, ponies in Calcedo in the Dominican Republic when a major thunderstorm hit. Um, yeah, all, all good fun life stories that, you know, I was having the adventures, but I wasn't actually sitting back and reflecting on how wonderful they are. And, and that's what stepping out of the mainstream um, of corporate life has now given me. I now sit back and reflect and I'm so grateful for all the fantastic opportunities that I've had. Mm. And that's one thing I love about the bucket listing programs that we run, that one of them is the reverse bucket list, where we do take that opportunity to just reflect back on what we have achieved over our life. And it actually comes up a lot more that we we think we haven't done much, but then we start ticking these things up and say, well, I've done this and I've done that and I really enjoyed that and I am so grateful I've had these opportunities. So it's a wonderful exercise, isn't it? It, it definitely is, Leanne. And I think it also, it's a great memory jogger because when I was doing it, I had actually forgotten so many things. I mean, this, this is something really, really ridiculous. I, I had completely forgotten that I had got to see Celine Dion in Las Vegas until I was going through my photos and it was a memory jogger. I thought, how could you possibly forget that? And that was one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen in my life. And the other one was to see the three tenors in Gothenburg in an outdoor stadium. I mean, I, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, you talk to people and they look at you and you think, how could you possibly forget things like that? But you do. So, yes, you're absolutely right. You know, doing the reverse bucket list exercise is just a fantastic, I find it, it's an energizer. It refreshes you and you think, wow, if I've done that unconsciously, what can I do in my life going forward now being conscious? of what I can design. So, yeah, fantastic exercise. Yeah. And one thing I do love about it is that when you do take the moments to go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, you start getting that, I don't know, is that feeling inside of excitement or, you know, happiness that you really enjoyed something and then we can turn that around as bucket list coaches for people and say, okay, you can have that feeling but not just for those big you know, 12-month holidays that you might do. This is for a lot more than just travel or adrenaline rush things too, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of my favourite um, things to do when we apply our My Bucket List analogies are mm -hmm. uh, um, conquering fears. So I I have an absolute fear of mice and, and, and rats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working through a process of... Um, and it sounds really silly, but it is actually helping me. I'm looking for nice photographs of mice and rats mm. and just saving them in a folder on my desktop. And every so often I'll go in there and look at them and go, okay, maybe I shouldn't be that scared of you. So I'm building up to um, 
to actually, um, you know, going to a pet store. I tried this before. I went into a pet store and asked if I could hold a mouse and I, I just couldn't make it happen. I got really close but broke into a sweat and I said, no, goodbye. <laughs> so I'm building up to it again. I mean, there's just so many opportunities with with the bucket listing that um, helps us work through things that maybe we're not so comfortable with um, and things that we just love to do in our life. I mean, like yourself, Leanne, you know, you love running and um, I love watching your adventures when you're, you're building up to um, your big event and, um, and the training and hard work that you put into it. I think that's what I love about the bucket list is that, yes, it can be some little things and you can tick them off, but the bigger things that you just need to take that action, isn't it? Like, as you said, I'm building up to do my half marathon in November. Mm-hmm. So it, it just takes a bit of training. So it had to be, I started first, could I run 5K? Could I run 10K? You know, and you just keep training and getting out there and making sure that's an experience in itself and not just going out there to tick it off the list, of the to-do list. But it's taking those small actions because even conquering your fear, I'm the same, but mine is actually toads and frogs. So I want to conquer that fear one day, but it's just taking that first step. What's the first little thing that I can do to help, you know, tick this one off? Mm. And I think it's also rather interestingly, Anne, how our mind works. What things that we know that we're fearful of back in our past maybe what has triggered that fear and it's actually come to the surface for me I've I've remembered why I'm scared of mice and rats I can remember being a little girl going camping with my parents and a mouse running over my sleeping bag and it scared me and that came out as part of doing the reverse bucket list so it's triggered that memory I know where it's come from and I know I can conquer it so you know or fear me I will I will get that one ticked off (laughs) <laughs> I love it and and it's just so many different uh types of categories that we have like we did talk about travel and adrenaline rush things like jumping out of a plane bungee jumping that's where people go to first when they think of buckle is next is your fear but it really is just doing those things that maybe make you a different person on the, on the other side isn't it to make you grow just push you that little bit out of your comfort zone because can you imagine how your life will change once you conquer that fear you know of touching mice it might be that you're not going to go out and keep you know have one as a pet but you know it, it won't restrict your life in any way no that's exactly right i think one of the other areas that i particularly love with bucket listing um is around the random acts of kindness mm. Um, that has also added another, no, I, I say, refer to it as a filter on my life. I'm always now looking. I've, I've always done it, but more, I'm now more conscious of looking for ways I can help people, just little random acts, you know, not, not huge, big areas, but, you know, I have a couple of those. But, you know, the other day in, in the bakery, our local bakery, I live in a very small country town, um, which is semi-rural, and um, an elderly chap was buying his half a dozen fresh bread rolls and he didn't have any change and they couldn't change a $50 note. So I bought him, you know, a $6 bag of, of fresh bread rolls and said, you know, hope you enjoy them. And he was over the moon and that's, that's made his day. I mean, so simple to help people and, and, and support them with random acts of kindness. So, again, another great dimension of bucket listing. Yeah, that's especially one of my favourites too because it's opened my eyes to a lot of things. Like I had, I'm very much an animal advocate. I love helping animals out, rescuing them. I adopted a greyhound, that type of thing, and I love, 
you know, being able to help the community. But there's also things like with domestic violence, I've become more involved in finding out how can I help there. And it's having it on a bucket list means that, okay, well, how, how can I actually help these people? What can I do? And instead of thinking I'd like to help it, now I'm starting to you know, contact people thinking, well, what can I do here to help? And yeah. it does actually make you, you know, take those actions, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and that was one of the triggers when COVID-19 hit in our, in our local community um, because I haven't lived here that long. Um, I put my hand up and said, you know, how can I help? So there was a, a local neighbourhood assistance program set up. So I offered to, to help. And, you know, there were a couple of, of elderly people that couldn't get out during COVID. I would go and do their shopping for them, put that, put, leave it on their front porch for them. There were just so many things that you can do. And, again, the bucket listing process just triggers and helps you to put down on a piece of paper this is something I'm going to do. You may not do it right away, but it's something that you're consciously thinking of ways and avenues to be able to do. So, you know, it's um, it's it's just, you know, as you can hear from my passion and your passion, um, it's it's been a real life changer for me, Leanne. I'll be very, very frank, you know, and I've come come from a position of, <laughs> of being totally, you know, confident in my own space to stepping out and becoming not confident and now bucket listing has provided me with this springboard to to go back out into the community as a different Tracy White and I'm loving it absolutely loving it oh that is so awesome Tracy I love that I think yeah one thing about having this bucket list coaching community that we do have is that we can actually support each other and one of the great things is too is probably the only place you can ever copy, cheat, steal is taking on people's, you know, oh, I love that bucket list. I'm going to put that on my bucket list. So it's okay to copy, cheat and steal, isn't it? (laughs) Definitely. We plagiarise to the hilt. We love it. (laughs) We need a (laughs) T-shirt. We definitely do. (laughs) But it's great when we get, uh, like even I've had clients in workshops and that they come in and they're, they're doing their bucket list board and they're this, you know, talking between each other and they get excited. And then someone will say, oh, I want to do Mexican cooking lessons. And someone says, well, I actually run those or I know somebody that runs those. And it becomes that community thing too, isn't it? That's what I'm loving. It's not, yes, we have individual and very unique bucket lists of what we'd like to do, but you can create a community of where we can help each other, support each other and really champion each other on. Exactly, yes. And open each other's eyes to all the different things that we can do. And, and how easy it is to actually go out there and find um, things that we can do. Um, and as you know, Leanne, when we run our programs, when we put that timer up and we put people under pressure to um, commit to doing things, it creates such a fantastic vibe. It really does. People just love it. Yeah, they do. They look forward to it each time, don't they? The first time yes. it's a bit scary, going, oh, I'm going to commit to something, but then they look forward to it. Oh, yes, I'm going to do all these things. Exactly. No, it's fantastic. I love it. So what's in the future? What's on your future bucket list that, you know, our listeners might be interested or copy, cheat and steal off you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, what's in the future? I would have to say the big ticket item that I have on my bucket list is when I was in Dubai, I had the absolute pleasure of working with an organisation called Mahaweb, which in Arabic means beautiful people. And it, in short, to describe it briefly, 
It is a, a community non-for-profit organisation where people with disabilities that have an artistic bent come and create their artwork and there's a coffee shop and tourists can come and have beautiful cups of tea and coffee and bakery items and see the artists at work and also buy the artwork. And two weeks ago, I reached out to the CEO and um, wanted to have a dialogue around how I could look to introduce something either on a small scale here where I live or on a larger scale. And unfortunately, due to COVID, they have had to stop their operations. And I was devastated. This, this is an organisation that everybody in Dubai, you know, Emirates Airlines, DP World, everybody just loved love this organisation, but, you know, it's strange times and they've had to close down. So I still want to do something like this. I really want to create an opportunity and a space for people with disadvantages who would have an artistic bent to have an avenue to be able to put their creativity into practice. So that's my big ticket item. <clears throat> you can hear my voice. I'm getting a bit emotional about it. It, it really has um, triggered... Uh, a huge legal legacy for me around trying to introduce this within, I'd say, where I around where I live. Mm. Um, that's the big ticket item. The smaller ticket item for me on my bucket list at the moment, and I, I hope my husband's not going to listen to this podcast, <laughs> is I want to get a very small tattoo, a very tiny tattoo, just with something that means something special to me. Um, I lost my mum last year and I'm an only child. So just something that's a, a nice reminder to me of how wonderful my mum was. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing those because they are okay. a big ticket item. I can hear the emotion in your voice and sometimes our big um, ticket items on our bucket list are coming from that emotional place we we're driven because something else we've seen it or you know we've been surrounded by it and we really want to help out so I, I really acknowledge you for that one and I love your small small item too that's on my list as well I'd like a small one I haven't got a tattoo and I always <laughs> said I wanted to get one for my 40th and now I'm 51 and I still haven't done it so really it's on my bucket list written down now <laughs> <laughs> we might have to buddy up <laughs> we might have to I love it well, Tracy, thank you so much for talking to me today on the bucket list uh, coaching side of things and how it benefits people and ourselves and how we grow and what we can actually achieve out there. So thank you so much. If anyone wants to contact you or find out more about what you do, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, Leanne, first of all, I have to thank you because one of my other fears is actually <laughs> going on to podcasts and videos. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak with you today. It's been delightful. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, and, yeah, if anyone would like to reach out to me, have a chat uh, about anything I've touched on today, I think the easiest way for them to contact me would be via my email, which is Tracy T-R-A-C-E-E, at bucketlistcoach.com. Excellent. Well, I love it. Well, I'm just so glad you got to kick off something off your bucket list, <laughs> <laughs> conquering your fear on coming on the podcast. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks, Leanne. Igniters, I love how Tracy is reinventing herself now that she is a retiree printer. You can hear the passion in her voice about her bucket list items. If you want to contact Tracy, you can email her on tracy at bucketlistcoach.com. For more about the bucket list programs, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.